Hey there, and welcome to the Genius Parenting Podcast, helping you step into the parent you were meant to be and helping your kids beyond what you currently imagine. Get ready to take parenting to the next level with your host, Gina Baker. Hey there, and welcome to episode three of the Genius Podcast Parenting. Now, I just want to remind you, we're not pretending we're all geniuses here. This podcast, the name is based off of a quote from Albert Einstein, where he says, if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. We like to live parenting, judging ourselves for what we are and not comparing ourselves to each other. We all have an inner genius. So that is where the title comes from. Anyway, if this is your first time joining us, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Um, I have a little story first that I'd like to share with you. Um, So I used to work as a clinical nurse, and one night on the floor we were on, there was a patient getting a little ramped up for whatever reason. I honestly don't remember, but like six of us nurses were in there, and we were trying to get them calmed down and trying to get meds or whatever we were doing. I don't even remember. And a doctor walks in and is like, sir, you need to calm down. I turn to my friend. I'm like, why didn't I think of that? (laughs) But my thing here is today I want to talk about your business versus your kid's business. It's a principle taught by Byron Katie that I continually get to learn. I don't know about you, but I do. (laughs) So with this doctor walking in and telling the patient, you know, you need to calm down. Obviously, to the bystander, that's just probably not going to work, especially Again, one of the other principles we like to live by here is that everyone's doing the best they can with what they have. So if somebody's kind of getting out of hand, they're probably, there's something going on. There's something emotional, there's something chemical, like like whatever. They are doing the best they can with what they have. And so somebody walking in and saying, you need to calm down, it's not going to happen. So I want to take that nursing story and take it back to our kids and say, How many times do we try and do this with our kids? Walk in and say, you need to calm down and it just doesn't work. (laughs) I've done it sometimes when you're kind of at the end of your rope and you're not sure what to do and nothing else is working and you're frustrated. But I want to just maybe point out that a child tantruming, they're learning to handle their emotions maybe point out that a child in a stressful place is not the time to teach them calming strategies that should be done otherwise. I read a book um, by Dan Siegel, and I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember the co-author, but I like that they really pointed out that discipline is really teaching. It comes from the word disciple. And when the child's ramped is really the wrong time to do that. <laughs> so I've really appreciated that principle and it's worked well with my child with autism to wait and to explain things after when we're both calm and maybe say, okay, can we work towards this next time? And if you have a child with autism, I would offer that your child, if you don't already know this, I would offer that they understand way more. I think kids in general understand way more than we give them credit for. So anyway, keep in mind, as much as it's worth, you can only control yourself. And like I mentioned, Byron Katie taught, you know, you have your business, what you can take care of and their business, what they can take care of. And I think the first time I heard this, I was like, okay, so I'm over like doing the laundry and cooking. And yeah, that's my business. Like I was taking it like literally like things that I do around the house. That's not it. Like you can only control you. 
as much as we would like to think that we're amazing parents and can do amazing things, you can do everything right. And I will be the first to tell you, your kid will still tantrum or do whatever it is they want to do. They might not do it because they're afraid of a consequence, but they are still controlling their body. You have no control over that at all. So I just like just remembering that for me, I don't know about you guys, but in the middle of a tantrum, you're like, I can't control them. So why am I stressing out over this? Like he's learning to manage his emotion. Yeah, he's in a bad place right now. Yeah, I don't really like to see that, but he's learning So let's help him work through this. So that's another thing is like working through it and working with the tantrum and working with the child. It works a lot better than working against it. (laughs) When your child's tantruming, you're like, stop it. Why are you doing that? Why? Stop. No. You're just working against it. And you're just, again, the words of Byron Katie, fighting reality. And it is so much harder than if you just work with it. So another thing I really like and have noticed so much on myself is if I stay calm, if I don't join my child's energy, I can see other options that might help that my child doesn't have to do anything. So for instance, we found out that my child really likes music. So even yesterday during a tantrum, I I knew I didn't want to join that. I knew like we'd already kind of tried a few things to calm him down. Wasn't working. Okay, we're going to have a tantrum. Here it comes. And I just let him have a tantrum. You know, I just asked him, you know, just just go to your room for a minute. Just take a minute, calm down. And I just started debriefing and writing in my journal because just kind of processing and taking a moment helps me. And I don't always get the chance to do that. <laughs> Can you say in the bathroom at Walmart? <laughs> so If you can take a minute to process, that's always nice. But what I remembered in that process, what made it was so nice was, you know, go turn on the music because music most of the time helps him calm down. And I wouldn't have remembered that if I was in the thick of the tantrum being the doctor saying, calm down, you need to calm down. That just wouldn't have worked. So it was really nice to take a minute and debrief. And honestly, you guys, I have had the tantrum in the bathroom and it actually, no, it was at Walmart. And luckily it was a single bathroom and I, he was just going at it and I just shut the door and stepped out for a minute and just took a deep breath and kind of tried to talk myself through it. So that's another way of debriefing. You don't have to do journal writing, but I think stepping back and taking a minute and saying, okay, what, what's the goal here? (laughs) Because it is so easy to join our kids in that tantrum and that energy, but it's just not productive. So that's the whole, the point I want to bring home today is the more we can focus on our actions and stay relaxed and not join that energy, the more options you're going to see for your kid. It might not be music and that's fine, but that's what works for us. And I wouldn't have found that if I continued to join his energy. And there are times that I do continue to join his energy and I totally forget the music. Like I'm not saying I'm perfect, but When I do remember and I do play the music and I do like whatever else works for him that I can control, our tantrums are usually very, very short. So I would just encourage you guys to be creative and start kind of thinking a little bit outside the box and not focus so much on why are you doing this again? You need to calm down. Don't yell. Don't scream. Don't do this. They're just having a moment, just a communication moment. And you know, and I remind my child after I'm like, 
it looks like you were upset. You know, just show me what you want because he can't talk very well. Just show me and we'll get it done. And I believe that he understands. He definitely gives us every cue that he understands. And, you know, like we've already said, sometimes we're in the moment and we forget. They might forget too. So we might need to repeat that educational. And that's okay. They're kids. They're learning. So again, one other point I want to drive home, and this goes beyond like just dealing with a tantrum and getting emotionally involved, but working with the system instead of against it. Now, I'm not saying like, roll over and play dead. (laughs) Oh, my child's having a tantrum. There's nothing I can do. No, there's a lot you can do. You can educate before or after, or you can put on the music or just whatever you can. There's a lot you can do. If we start taking more of a proactive approach and say, this is the situation I've got. So this is how I'm going to deal with it. Instead of sitting there wishing, spending your energy, wishing that situation away, it will be a lot more effective in the long run, rather than wishing it away. I did. I can tell you, I spent probably a good two years wishing that autism would go away. And it's still here. (laughs) But that's okay now, because I've learned to enjoy it. And I love having a child with autism. I love meeting everybody that was through this podcast or my website. It's a lot of fun. So Anyway, and I totally forgot to tell you guys at the beginning, I want to remind you if you are local to Utah or if you want to fly in, we're having a retreat September 8th through the 10th, Discovering Your Inner Greatness. It's going to be at Christmas Meadows, Utah. It's going to be gorgeous. And if you have any questions about that, email me at gina at spectrumlane.com or go to spectrumlane.com forward slash retreats to sign up. And we are having a class starting in September. Now, I don't If anybody has a good idea of what to call it, it's not really a class, but I just want so much to gather moms and gather masterminds. And and you don't even have to be a mastermind. You are a mastermind because you have a child. (laughs) You've been in the trenches. Welcome. Um, But just start a group where we help each other with those self-care strategies, where we help each other with those... um, that creative parenting that is so easy to forget and, you know, just just really growing and discovering our inner self because when you do that and when you are able to relax in who you are, you can look at your child in a different way and help them even more. It's really, really awesome. My son has made so much progress since I started kind of going this direction. So anyway, I hope you'll join me. Email me, Gina, at spectrumlane.com if you have any questions about that. And in the meantime, we will see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Genius Parenting Podcast brought to you by Spectrum Lane Parent Coaching at SpectrumLane.com.